Hello, my friends. D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast as we share the truth concerning these last days and what you must do to save yourself from the violent times that are just ahead. Today's podcast is a word of truth accounting of the end times. The end is coming. The end is near. Today's podcast is entitled End Times 146, Rapture the Harvest Part 2. The podcast objectives are reveal the purpose of the harvest, reveal who inherits the earth, analyze the spiritual state of the earth, and analyze the difference between the called and the chosen. 1,000 years of peace. Now, we ended the most recent podcast analyzing the contradiction between the rapture theory and the harvest. Here again, the harvest is the main event of the parable of the wheat and the tares, and the most prominent event associated with these last days. Specifically, the parable of the wheat and the tares reveals that the chosen elect never leave the earth prior to or during the harvest, while the rapture theory clearly proposes the inverse, and it does so without purpose. This is precisely why we were able to refute this false doctrine from the start. Notwithstanding, in order to confirm the truth concerning the harvest, we must take the same approach we employed in coming to know the truth concerning the rapture theory. Enter the building blocks of prophecy. In following this spiritual order, we must start at the beginning and establish the purpose for the harvest. By the wisdom of Elohim, we have already achieved this goal, a testament to the truth that the Spirit is leading us as we progress this series. If you recall, in my ninth podcast in this series, End Times 130, A Call to Stay the Course, I revealed the purpose of these last days. Yet I will restate it, and I ask you to remember it going forward if you have not already committed it to memory. Now, the purpose of these last days is to prepare the earth for the reign of Yahushua Messiah, a kingdom delineated by 1,000 years of peace on earth and goodwill toward the remnant of man. We know this because the fullness of the word of truth confirms our creator has always had a vision of global righteousness. And before it's all said and done, his vision will come to pass. And it will begin with the millennial kingdom. Yes, my friends, very soon he will raise up a kingdom depicted by universal peace on earth and goodwill to the remnant of man. It's just around the corner. Notwithstanding, the world we live in today will not naturally transition into that reality. 
as I said before, the millennial kingdom will be preceded by a spiritual restart. To wit, a renewal of the earth and the elimination of all who would oppose the authority of the son of Adam. This brings us back to the heart of the matter and the purpose of the harvest. That is, to prepare the world for the millennial kingdom. For that reason, we can check the first box proving the truth concerning this major end times event. There is a purpose for the harvest. Who inherits the earth? Now, we can strengthen the purpose of the harvest in these last days by considering a fundamental premise of scriptural theology. That is, the righteous inheritance of the earth. Receive this word of truth. Psalm 37, 1 through 11. Do not fret because of evildoers. Do not be envious of the workers of iniquity, for they will soon be cut down like grass and wither like green plants. Trust in Yahuwah and do good. Dwell in the earth and feed on steadfastness. Delight yourself in Yahuwah, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to Yahuwah and trust in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your right ruling as midday. Rest in Yahuwah and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man doing wicked devices. Abstain from displeasure and forsake wrath. Do not fret in any wise to do evil. For evildoers are cut off, but those who wait on Yahuwah, they shall inherit the earth. Yet a little while, and the wrong is no more. And you shall look on his place, but it is not. But the meek ones shall inherit the earth and delight themselves in plenty of peace. Matthew 5, 5. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Here to four, to answer the question on this section, who inherits the earth? The meek shall inherit the earth. And they will be joined by those who trust Elohim and do good, those who feed on steadfastness and wait patiently for him, those who delight themselves in him and commit their ways to him. Consumed by a curse. Now, these passages strengthen the message our loving master shares in the parable of the wheat and the tares. This is not singly the case for those who will inherit the earth and righteousness. It is also the case for those who will be cut off. As it pertains to those who will inherit the earth, the word of truth reveals the nature of their righteous character. Clearly, these are the men and women who will excel in the millennial kingdom for they fulfill the spiritual criteria. And this is why they shall inherit the earth. As for those who will be cut off, Psalms also reveals their characters as well. 
They are evildoers, workers of iniquity, him who prospers in his way and not the father's way, the man doing wicked devices, those given to displeasure and to wrath and the wrong. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand why these individuals will be cut off prior to the initiation of the millennial kingdom. Trust me, if they were still here, there would be no kingdom. Here is why. Sin is the reason why our earth in its current state is not filled with peace and goodwill toward all men. On the contrary, the earth is being consumed by a curse and this curse will reach its climax during these last days, and it will consume all who are defiled with sin. We learned this in a recent podcast. Isaiah 24, 1 through 6 is revealing, the earth has been defiled under its inhabitants. Therefore, a curse shall consume the earth, and few men shall be left. These verses reveal the earth and its inhabitants are defiled. Therefore, Elohim has designated a transition period to rid the earth of everything that defiles. Here is why this is so vitally important. If the Father does not rid the earth of all that defiles prior to the millennial kingdom, then that kingdom will eventually be defiled. It is inevitable. My dear friends, not only does this scenario contradict scriptural theology, but it also contradicts the spiritual conditions of the millennial kingdom and the focal purpose of these last days. Here's a question. How can there be 1,000 years of peace on earth if any or all the factors that prevent peace are still intact? The answer, it is impossible. Thus, every outlet of defilement must be eliminated prior to the initiation of this kingdom. And believe me, this elimination is happening even now. Who do you obey? Now, as it pertains to the earth, all that is currently defiling it will not be present in the millennial kingdom. This will pave the way for the earth to be renewed, a matter we have addressed in a prior lesson. This brings us to the question of the hour. What is the primary outlet of defilement within the earth? The answer, mankind, i.e., those who persistently yield their members as instruments of unrighteousness are persistently defiling the earth. Not only this, but by committing ourselves to the path of unrighteousness, we become servants of Satan. How then shall we qualify ourselves for the millennial kingdom when the singular requirement is service to Elohim? Romans 6, 12 through 18. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body to obey it and its desires. 
neither present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to Elohim as being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to Elohim. For sin shall not rule over you. Do you not know that to whom you present yourselves servants for obedience, you are the servants of the one whom you obey, whether of sin to death or of obedience to righteousness? But thanks to Elohim that you were servants of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of teaching to which you were entrusted. And having been set free from sin, you became servants of righteousness. Now, this passage is the plumb line of the harvest. Vis-a-vis, -vis, the line which reveals, having been set free from sin, you became servants of righteousness. This is the testimony of the chosen elect and those who will inherit the kingdom. However, it is not the testimony for all who have been called. This is a key matter which reveals the primary difference between the called and the chosen, namely this. The chosen are servants of Elohim through obedience to his commands. For it is written, you are servants of the one whom you obey, whether of sin to death or of obedience to righteousness. Here lies the primary difference between the called and the chosen. To wit, we have all been called to overcome sin. However, only the chosen will make good on this call, which is why they will still be here at the conclusion of these last days. Now, here is the final word. The millennial kingdom is by invite only, and the time to get an invitation is growing short. This will be plain to see as we execute a deep dive into the last seven seasons in these last days, specifically the sealing of the set-apart ones. Until then, I encourage you to make your calling and election sure. For all who are not chosen for the harvest will be soon as the earth, consumed by a curse. Now, here is today's assignment. Meditate on the word you have heard today and ask the Father to reveal the truth to you. Remember, where there is no conviction, there can be no faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. Next, if the Spirit is leading you and you have not signed up for our mailing list, you can go to www.transformationbytruth.com to sign up today. We'll alert you as soon as podcasts are posted and we'll share our presentations, notes, and other materials at no cost. It is for your edification. And most importantly, you will be connected to me and those who have joined themselves to this ministry as we prophesy and align current events with the prophetic word.
these discussions are taking place outside of this podcast ministry. Therefore, if the Spirit is leading you, and only if the Spirit is leading you, I encourage you to come and see. You will be in good spiritual company. Lastly, if you have any questions, please submit them via our contact form on our website. If you have any comments, please share those on the video page for this podcast, also on our website. Now, here is what's next. We completed today's podcast, End Times 146, Rapture v. Harvest Part 2. And the next podcast is entitled, End Times 148, Rapture v. Harvest Part 3. I will post this podcast on Friday, May 12, 2023. Until then, my friends, continue to be led by the Spirit of Elohim. Continue to watch. Continue to pray. Continue in fasting. And most of all, continue to be focused. For the end is coming. The end is near. <laughs>